0: You are listening to the World of Game Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to a special Saturday edition of the World of Dan podcast. And today I wanted to share some audio from a video I just uploaded to Rumble, which I want you to go take a look at at World of Dan, capital W-O-R-L-D, capital O-F, capital D-A-N, all one word, no spaces in between. I'll definitely put a link in the description box for you to click on to go to it. I encourage you to take a look at this video that was released just the other day, yesterday in fact, from the Fremont Police Department in regards to an altercation they had with a suspect who was wanted for multiple felonies. And unfortunately, he was armed. And in doing so, uh, he had, let's just say, succumbed to his injuries. Uh, I would, though, warn you that there is some strong language and it is graphic. So go ahead, I'm going to release this audio for you, just in case you can't take a look at the video. But again, I encourage you to go and take a look at it on Rumble. I'll definitely put the link in the description box for you to go and check it out. With that being said, here is the audio. Enjoy. Hey guys, what's happening? So today, what I have for you is a video that was released by the Fremont Police Department of an officer-involved shooting that happened on April Fool's Day, April 1st. And what I'm going to do is, I already took a look at the video and just to let you know, um, it's pretty graphic. So if you got any kitties in the room and stuff like that, you get them out because you don't want them to see. It's got a lot of uh, swearing in it, a lot of violence in it. Uh, well, not a lot of violence, but you'll see what I mean. Uh, I already checked it out. It's, uh, it's about 16 minutes worth of video. I'm going to go jump right through it to the most important parts a uh, little bit of the introduction with the lady and they'll describe it uh, From their perspective and then they just give you this flat-out PowerPoint presentation It's pretty remarkable. They got five different angle body cam angles as well as um, It's you will just have to see it to believe it. It's just pretty cool and just for uh, a lot of you out there, a lot of you podcasters are listening. I'll do my best to give you exactly an uh, accurate description of what we're seeing. So, with that being said, let's take a look at it. And Here it is.
1: I'm Kimberly Peterson, Chief of Police with the Fremont Police Department. The goal of this video is to provide you detailed information on the officer-involved shooting, which occurred April 1st, 2021, as well as to walk you through the video evidence. I will provide you specific facts about the incident, show you video evidence, and we will also post this and the video to our transparency portal.
0: Uh, just let you all know, uh, she's got four stars on her collar, so she's a pretty big deal, <laughs> I would assume, right?
1: Here are some brief facts. This is the third officer-involved shooting we've experienced since the start of 2021. The incident occurred on April 1st, 2021 at 6.25 p.m. The location was in the parking lot of the Hyatt Place Hotel, located in the 3100 block of West Warren Avenue.
0: And and just kind of give you an idea of exactly where that would be uh, for a lot of you that don't live in the area or are not familiar or do live in the Bay area but haven't been into the area. It is where the new uh, excuse me not the Numi plant the Tesla plant is located on 880. It's just on the other side of it. So.
1: The involved officers who fired their weapons were Detective Grant Gep, a six-year veteran of the Fremont Police Department, and Detective Josh Harvey, an 11-year veteran of the Fremont Police Department. In total, there were 11 officers on the scene within a few moments of when the shooting occurred. Nine officers had body cameras. Two undercover officers did not. Of the nine body camera recordings, five officer views showed the incident from various perspectives, and you will see all of them here four camera views were either blocked or did not show the shooting because the officer arrived after it occurred. The suspect in this incident was Stephen Patrick Mosley, a 36-year-old Fremont resident. The following items were recovered at the scene.
0: Now, um, just to kind of give you a visual to the podcasters, it's a very small gun. It's like a, what are they used to call it, Dillinger? It's a very small pocket gun. Uh, it's gold-handled. It looks like just a, a one-shooter.
1: The suspect's weapon was a Bauer Firearms Corporation, a 25 semi semi-automatic firearm, fully loaded with one round in the chamber.
0: And it does have a ruler above it, and it looks like it's about four and a half inches in length. Very small.
1: It was recovered next to the suspect's body. The gun was later determined to be a stolen firearm. We also recovered approximately <laughs> 2.7 ounces of suspected methamphetamine.
0: Okay, so now they're, they're showing three bags. One is like a little small, uh, how would I describe it? No bigger than a, probably a quarter or a half dollar. And then you got got another kind of a fist-sized bundled-up bag. And then you have like a big freezer bag, about half of well, Just about a third of it filled with a bunch of what looks like <laughs> broken glass, but it's meth. So.
1: And this was recovered from his person. Suspect Mosley had prior arrests for stolen vehicles, drug possession and sales, multiple firearm possessions, mm. brandishing of a firearm, uh-huh. home invasion, uh-huh. burglary, fighting with police, fleeing from police both on foot and in vehicles, assault with a deadly weapon, multiple probation Jesus and parole Christ. violations, and other illegal weapons. Uh, nice, uh, real panic. Stephen Mosley <laughs> survived, the Fremont Police Department would have... Saw- that's what you would
0: call a bad actor right there
1: charges for penal code 245 d2 assault with a deadly weapon on a peace officer penal code 148 a1 resisting arrest or delaying an arrest <laughs> penal code 29800 felon in possession of a firearm health and safety code 11378 possession of a controlled substance with intent to sell.
0: Now, first off, it, again, this is pretty amazing how they lay this out. I mean, they what is it? This happened on April 1st. What is the date today? The 20th or something like that? They got this. I mean, they have a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, they, they are being <laughs> transparent. They are definitely being transparent. I'm just wondering if they are just so panicky because now it seems like every police department that gets involved with some... A character like this they have to protect themselves. They are on the defense with the media, you know And here they are. I mean they got this all this going you're gonna see in this video How much of a presentation they put on? It's amazing how much transparency they show you. I don't even know if the district attorney's office has even reviewed this yet I mean It's pretty I've never seen anything like this. I never you know, you just don't see this kind of transparency I guess they're just afraid that the, you know, the social justice warriors will come knocking on their front door down the street over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and say, hey, you know.
1: Stephen Mosley had several outstanding felony warrants. There were two warrants for vehicle theft, one outstanding warrant for drug possession with intent to sell, one outstanding warrant for a felony probation violation related to weapons possession. Yeah. Here are the details. Yeah. All of
0: that, and he's walking around the streets. I mean, did you? This is not a career criminal. This guy looks like he's in his 30s, he's done all that, and he looks like to be what late 20s, early 30s.
1: Details of the officer involved shooting. I want to start by giving you a bit of context on what has been going on the last few months in Fremont since the beginning of 2021. Fremont,
0: okay, so this is where they get into um bolstering about their statistics on on the, the their crime rate and how it's going up and and uh so I'm going to skip through that just give me one second I already been through it and then they start talking about a little bit of their social justice uh angle but what I'll do is I will jump right to here where they talk about uh, this this guy Stephen Mosley
1: recent contacts with Mosley and information developed over the past month our detectives were informed Mosley was in possession of a firearm and they confirmed multiple outstanding felony warrants for his arrest detectives were able to locate Mosley and his vehicle at the Hyatt Place Hotel located at 3101 West Warren Avenue Fremont California
0: and again their presentation it's pretty phenomenal they're using Google Earth I mean they're using it's pretty amazing And what's even funny, you just kind of look, if you look at the, if you're looking at the video right now, uh, I have it frozen to where on Google Earth, it's just kitty corner from, I guess that would be the Numi plant right there, so.
1: Officers attempted to determine which room Mosley was inside, but when they Hmm. weren't successful, they decided to make an arrest as he exited the building and walked to his vehicle. The detectives put together a plan with the goal to safely arrest Mosley. Part of the standard planning included contingencies for de escalation options and the immediate availability of less than lethal tools. <laughs> when Mosley exited the west side door of the Hyatt Place Hotel, we believe he spotted our detectives sitting outside the door in an unmarked vehicle because he immediately began to run in a northbound direction through the parking lot. Upon seeing Mosley begin to run and realizing they had been spotted, detectives turned on their vehicle lights and siren. Officer Howe, a Fremont police canine handler, gave commands to his canine partner to assist with stopping the suspect from fleeing. As Mosley ran northbound toward the northern parking lot of the Hyatt Place Hotel, Detective Gep advised he could see what appeared to be a gun in Mosley's right hand. The police canine was able to quickly catch up to Mosley and latch onto Mosley's arm, which resulted in Mosley falling to the ground.
0: Now, uh, one of the things you're gonna see in the video with the dog is the dog doesn't let go okay and it's it's pretty grim so i'm just kind of giving you a heads up the dog does not let go even after the gentleman passes so heads up
1: as this was occurring detective gepp exited his vehicle and could see that mosley had a silver firearm in his right hand After falling to the ground, Mosley began to punch the police canine multiple times and pointed the gun at the dog's head. Detective Harvey ran up to assist with the apprehension of Mosley when he also saw the silver firearm in Mosley's right hand.
0: Video will show this, so be prepared.
1: Detective Harvey and Detective Gett began yelling, gun, to alert the other officers to the fact Mosley had a gun in his hand as other officers were also arriving on scene.
0: Now just a clarification on what she said. Because again, I did watch it already. He, he says gun, he de- she's definitely right, but she doesn't tell you everything. He says a lot more than gun. Uh, he just uses a lot of vulgar language. So like I said, with the kiddies, you might want to get him out of the room. <laughs> Heads up.
1: In an effort to de-escalate and create distance, detectives who were initially moving toward Mosley and the canine in an effort to take him into custody, began backing up and moving to cover behind their cars. They shouted several times to put the gun down. During the next few seconds, while Mosley was fighting with the canine, Mosley pointed the silver firearm twice at detectives who were in close proximity. During this time, Detective Gep, fearing the suspect would shoot at him or other officers, fired his department-issued firearm at Mosley. Simultaneously, Detective Harvey also saw Mosley point the firearm toward him and toward other officers. He too fired his department-issued firearm at Mosley. After Mosley was hit with the officers' rounds, he stopped moving and was detained in handcuffs. Detectives rendered trauma care in an attempt to save his life. He was pronounced deceased at the scene by Fremont Fire Department at 6.34 p.m.
0: Now, I want you to, I'm going to, I think I should just jump right to the video now at this point. um, fact, let's see. They're going to show the gun again. Um, I'll just let it play.
1: The 25 caliber handgun was located near Mosley's hand and had to be kicked away from him before he was taken into custody.
0: Uh, okay. What I was about to say was, you'll see in the video that it didn't take much to take him out. No, there was he was hit five times, or there was five shots uh, laid out. That you have to watch the body cam footage. There's five different angles. So I mean just uh just realized that in my opinion two shots was probably what did what did them in i don't know why the additional three but it doesn't matter after the first one right so
1: the firearms magazine was fully loaded with one round in the chamber <clears throat> the entire event time between initial contact when the suspect began running and when the rounds were fired was 25 seconds during this incident, Officer Howe's verbal commands were not working to get the dog to release Mosley's arm.
0: Now this is very interesting. Listen to this very carefully.
1: It's our expectation and we do train to ensure the dog can be recalled from a distance verbally. We also have redundancies in place in case a verbal command doesn't work. The first redundancy is the electronic collar. In this instance, the handler tried activating his e collar several times to no avail. We believe we had an equipment failure with the e-collar.
0: We... Or they forgot to replace the battery. I don't think they're solar-powered. <laughs> I don't think they're solar-powered, pa- excuse me. <laughs> I mean, I you know, just hearing that, I mean, how do, how does that fuck up? You're going to see a video also, a perspective from the, the K-9 officer and you see his hand fiddling with the item
1: we have now replaced the e collar and we're retraining and recertifying the canine to ensure we're able to recall the dog effectively from a distance however it is possible and i believe that the use of the canine may have saved officer lives on this day
0: yeah that is true i believe that
1: during the interviews of officer gepp and officer harvey they stated they discharged their service weapons because they were in fear for their lives the lives of their fellow officers, and the public. It was later determined that Detective Gep fired his weapon seven times. Detective Harvey fired two times. All right. The canine received minor injuries from the suspect during the event.
0: All right. So let's get right to it. You are forewarned. Okay? You are are forewarned about this. Uh, it is, it's a little grim, um, if you're very sensitive, I would probably say, you know, give me a thumbs up and have a good day, uh, but if you really want to see the raw footage, here it is, they released it, FPD, so, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the best description I can, um.
1: Nine officers had body-worn cameras, two undercover officers did not. Of the nine recordings, five captured pertinent video recording at least part of the incident from various angles. Four recordings either had little or no view of the incident or the officers arrived after the shooting occurred. We have put the videos together in a way we believe provides the best understanding of what occurred. What you will see in this video is a combination of footage from the hotel surveillance cameras and officers' body-worn cameras. Then you will see an overhead view of the scene. We've overlaid the perspectives to orient you and to show you where the officers were standing while the cameras recorded. For each camera view, we will show you the incident in real time and then again using slow motion and zoom effects to spotlight yeah. crucial details from the investigation.
0: Yeah, they don't miss a beat. They do not. They did not miss a beat. Let's just get right to it. Okay, so but here's what's going to happen. This is what this is the next thing. You're going to see the guy. The first camera angle is from inside. It's a surveillance camera. It's pointing uh, toward outwards down a little small hallway that the suspect comes out and around to exit out of the place and what you'll what will happen right after that is he starts running and you'll see a woman who's an undercover officer uh, chase right out the door and chase after him so just wanted to let the podcaster know what's going on so there he is he's wearing a little pink gator he's on the cell phone he's carrying his backpack He's walking to the glass doors. He starts peeking around outside, checking out the area. Puts his phone in his pocket. And then all of a sudden, something catches his eye. Because all of a sudden, he opens the door and just starts running. And there's a large woman comes running. She's an undercover officer. And another officer starts running by. The video switches to the outside surveillance. And then you see the officer, the K-9 officer, and two other officers chase after him. They pop out of a silver gray SUV. And then another uh, silver minivan SUV comes rolling by. And it's on. And he's running. And there goes the K-9. And just gets him. The K-9 jumps on him. Cops, 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 all kinds of cops. Undercover. <laughs> Don't worry, sound will come. When the, uh, it, it's, so just be prepared. There is going to be sound and uh, there's going to be some vulgar language. So the dog takes him. He drops to the ground. Two uh, white pickup, two minivans, another cop car. Looks like a Mustang. A whole bunch of other cars come up and they have him surrounded and he's not moving and the dog is still tugging on his arm so now they're gonna show you five different angles show me your fucking hands. now what happens is the first one is it's coming out of the white pickup truck and It shows the dog on the suspect and he's got his hands, or his gun drawn and pointed right at the guy. Now what's weird about this is like I said, from one angle, from the angle, the first angle, He was pretty much done and down after two shots. But as you heard, there's like probably, what, three, four more? Dog is still tugging on his leg. I mean, his arm, excuse me. (laughs) Now, we're looking right here. You guys on video, you see it? There he is. He's got the gun right to the dog's. I guess it would be the dog's shoulder blade. He's still on the ground, and the dog is just right all over his left arm. And then, boom, right there, the suspect turns around, looks at the cops, starts slinging his arm over. I don't know if he does it intentionally, or he's just kind of whipping his body around, but uh, that little gun is now pointing at the cops. And he is yelling at the cops for them to kill him because he's saying he's yelling, kill me, kill me. Yeah, they're showing in slow motion. Pretty grim stuff. Now here goes the second cam. GUN 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 DROP THE GUN DROP THE GUN That's a lot of shots. Did she say that it was like five shots they got off? That sounded like more than five shots to me. DROP THE GUN DROP THE GUN and You see the shells just dropping onto the hood and rolling off the cop car. Give me a shield. Chris, back up! Chris, get back to me. Come back to me. Gun! Gun! Drop the gun! And they have it frozen where they have it showing the suspect pointing what looks to be a firearm at the officer. Now to camera three. Hey, doggone bike! He ran northbound. Gun gun gun. gun! 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 Now this is a difficult one from the camera perspective because the guy is at the corner of the passenger side of the SUV, and it the camera is being blocked by the corner of the vehicle. And so from this angle, you really can't tell, but you can still hear what's going on. Gun! gun drop the fucking gun! Drop the gun! Right. Drop the gun! Hey, we got shots fired.
1: Dogs on bite start uh, 1141 code 3.
0: And again, you see the dog tugging on the guy's arm. And now this angle, this is the canine officer. The dog jumps out real quick. The dog is just all over this guy's ass. And the canine officer, he's... He sounds a little winded. He's a little slow. There is no audio for this right here. Sorry about that. But what it does show is he does run up. And he begins to... This is what he begins to do. You see him not pull a weapon but what he does is he reaches around the front where his camera is and he starts fiddling with what seems to be a knob or a button or something like that and it seems to he's having trouble working this device and i believe this is the device that was he was trying to use for the electric shock collar that was around the dog's neck and it didn't work remember that's what that one woman was saying And he's just sitting there and he's filling with it. And he starts walking up toward the subject. And the cops that's where the cops tell him, hey, back up, back up. Because, you know, they got their guns drawn. And they show it again in slow motion. So, yeah. So he pulls his gun right there. And he's got the gun on the dog. And then he pulls it. And they zoom in and it's pointing right at him. And here's the last angle right here. Pretty much the almost the same identical angle. Yep. Yeah. So there it is. Alright. Hey, tell me what you think. Put your comment in the comment section below. Um I don't know. It's a justified I think it's justified. I mean, I mean, the guy was, he, I mean, he's young. He wanted blue suicide. You know what I mean? He wanted to go out in a bank. You know, he wanted to go out. He was telling the cops to kill him. He was this going to... This is a
1: case where in response to a sharp...
0: He wanted to either, he was going to take one of them out or, you know, he was going to go out. I mean, he was going away for a long time and he didn't give a fuck. He, He was all in, so... I don't know. It's justified. I'm not going to really lose sleep over it. <laughs> I mean, tweets his own. All right. I'm done with that. Tell me what you think put it in the comment section below. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, this will probably be out for you podcasters uh, on Rumble. I don't know if I'll put it on YouTube or not, but check out We're on Rumble for sure. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Peace out. Hey, guys. Take a moment and visit my homepage. Click on the support button and drop your boy a couple extra cents and let me know that you care. I really would appreciate it. And now back to the nonsense.